Well, let me once again say happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. It's a very special Father's Day for me because the pastors allowed our family to travel for a few weeks to take a couple of weeks vacation, but also to work remotely for one of the weeks of our travel. And I'm here in Kentucky with my parents and getting to celebrate Father's Day with my father today. And I couldn't be more thankful for the dad God gave me and his influence in my life. And as we're here, it reminds me of last summer. You know, Pastor John is on his sabbatical now, starting this week, where he has an 11-week break just to soak up God's presence and to spend quality time with his family. And this was a gift that Redemption Hill gave me last summer. And last summer, we spent a couple of weeks here in Kentucky with family. And there were two momentous occasions that we got to celebrate as a family. The first was my dad's induction into the Kentucky High School Basketball Hall of Fame. And as an amazing as an event that was for him and our family, he would tell you that the even greater moment was when we pulled together dozens of his players that had played for him through the years in what we called the Players Reunion. And as my mom would fix a meal for uh, his teams throughout the years, each year that he coached. My mom and my sister and, and Marcia helped out pulling this amazing meal together. And, and, and after the meal, what was the highlight of the experience was each of the players, one by one, stood up and got to reflect on the influence that my dad had on them as young men. And as you might imagine, it wasn't about the, the basketball skills that they learned and the X's and O's, but it was more about how he influenced them to be the men that God created them to be. They spoke of how he motivated them, not just on the basketball court, but in life. As they described how he coached for those 32 years, they described a leadership gift that God had deposited in my dad to rally a group of people toward a destination and to motivate them and encourage them along the way. And today as we look at 1 Peter 4 verses 10 and 11, we're going to see that God has a team. God has a family. And just like my dad and, and so many fathers and their vocations and their families display the gifts that God has deposited in them, God has deposited gifts in every single one of his children that enable us to serve those around us and to glorify him. And so today's message is titled, Use It, because I want to call us to use the gifts God has placed within us. And so listen to the words of 1 Peter 4, verses 10 and 11, as I read them for us. This is what Peter writes. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ to him belong glory and dominion 
forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, we ask that in these moments, you would take your words and run them deep into our hearts that we might discover who you've made us to be and how you've called us to serve with the gifts that you have deposited in us. God, thank you for your work and we pray for it to expand and multiply in the people known as Redemption Hill Church. Amen. Today, in light of these words, I want to call you to use spiritual gifts to serve others and shine forth God's glory. Use spiritual gifts to serve others and shine forth God's glory. In verse 10, we see how we are to use these gifts, namely to serve, but verse 11 focuses on how the ultimate purpose of our serving is to shine forth God's glory. And so Peter begins in verse 10 with this first simple encouragement for each one of us, including myself, and that is to serve. He says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Peter here is referring to spiritual gifts. And what do we learn about spiritual gifts from these verses? Well, number one, we see that we receive them as gracious gifts from God. When a person chooses to follow Christ, and when God saves them, He gives us His Holy Spirit, and His Holy Spirit gifts us, enables us to then get out of our comfort zone and out of the, the kind of box of our lives and to extend His grace and service to the people around us. One simple definition of a spiritual gift is simply any ability empowered by God's Spirit to serve God's kingdom. I like this because a spiritual gift is, is that which is controlled or empowered by God's Spirit, but, but it's used to serve in any way of, of God's kingdom, whether inside or outside of the body of Christ. And, and when, when we say any ability, what this definition highlights is that we see lists of spiritual gifts in the scriptures, like 1 Corinthians 12, where uh, Paul highlights gifts of, of teaching and healing and faith and prophecy and speaking in tongues. But then there are other lists like Romans 12 where we see leadership and generosity and serving. And so this definition recognizes the list of gifts in Scripture, but it does not restrict the gifts to those lists. And Peter here in chapter 4 just gives us two very broad categories of spiritual gifts. He says there are speaking gifts and there are serving gifts. In other words, all of the gifts that God gives us flow through our words or our physical activities to serve the people around us. And I love how 
he reinforces this idea that, that they're not just two gifts that God gives, a speaking gift or a serving gift, but these are broad categories because he goes on to say that we use these gifts to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. In other words, there are a variety of gifts that God gives us as his people. And when I think about variety, I don't know about you, but I, I think more of like sitting at Regina's, maybe, hey, shout out to the families who may be getting dad a Regina's pizza today. And when you open up that menu, what do you see? You see 20 list a list of 20 specialty pizzas that you can order come on about that classico come on about that you know uh that uh what's the um the one with the, the cacciatore in there i mean you just all kinds of buffalo i mean there are a lot of different specialty pizzas but then there's also the build your own just just put whatever kind of toppings you want on that pizza that's variety and that's how god gifts us in his family and so, so Peter, though he's just categorizing a couple of broad strokes of gifts, and, and, and though he refers to uh, each one has received a gift, pointing to just a, a singular gift in a singular person, we know from the whole of Scripture that God gives his gifts generously, and we can expect that each believer will serve in multiple ways with multiple gifts as God gives them to us. And 1 Corinthians 14.1 is a, a great indicator where it says, Therefore, pursue love and earnestly desire spiritual gifts. That's gifts in the plural that we should expect that God would gift us in, in varieties of ways that we can serve those around us. So number one, we receive them as gracious gifts from God. But then number two, they are given to us for the sake of others. The primary reason God has gifted you is so that you would build up and strengthen the faith or ignite the faith of the people around you, whether they are in Christ or not yet in Christ as a follower of him. I love what Miroslav Vov says in his book, Free of Charge, pointing us to how when we demonstrate God's love and, and reflect God's kingdom, this is what is happening when he says this. To the extent that we are channels of gifts means we can't just do with them as we please. They come to us with an ultimate name and address other than our own. Though in our hands, they are on their way elsewhere. See, God has gifted each one of us. He has deposited gifts in us so that we would be an instrument or a channel for his gifts to be in us, but not stay in us, but to flow out through us to other people. And so God puts his gifts in us. He lets his power flow through us to the people around us in our path. And for us as a family known as Redemption Hill, this especially means serving and loving and building one another up. This is what Peter says. He says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. And so I want to encourage you, continue to use the gifts that God has placed within you to serve your brothers and sisters in the family known as Redemption Hill Church. But then not only that, not only do we receive gifts as 
gracious gifts from God. And, and not only are they given to us for the sake of others, but as we serve, we see that these gifts must be put into practice. I want you to hear these words one more time as though God were speaking directly to you through Peter's words because that's what's going on here, right here, right now. He says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. God is saying, use the gifts that you've received. Gifts must be put into practice. We must step out and, 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 and serve with them and, and to, to operate in the gifts that God has given us. That's why Paul in 1 Timothy would speak to his young protege in, in ministry, Timothy, and he would say in chapter 4, verse 14, do not neglect the gift that is in you. I think about uh, moving this, this summer. Many of you know that our family has been in the process of, of moving out of our current home, which we just sold officially last week, so that we can move into a new home in Medford later in the summer. And anyone and everyone who has moved, which is probably about 99% of you, know that it is just a joyous occasion to spend hours and hours and hours gathering your stuff, getting rid of things you don't need, packing them up in boxes, then the back-breaking work of, of moving all those boxes into your new home or a storage unit, for us a storage unit, and then our new home. And so, hey, shout out to everyone who's helped us out in this process, many in our church family, community group. Thank you for using your gifts of service to serve our family. But when I was cleaning out my closet, uh, I, I noticed that, uh, maybe this has happened to you before, uh, there were some items in the corner of my closet that, uh, quite frankly, I just had not seen for maybe some weeks, perhaps months, maybe, you know, even years. <laughs> don't, don't tell my wife, maybe she's not watching right now. So, um, so, 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 but one of these items was a very special shirt that I happen to love a lot, a, a nice button-up. I'm talking about this is a, not just a good-looking uh, button-up shirt, but it's, it's versatile, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can wear it with jeans, you can wear it with chinos. I just like saying the word chinos, by the way. Um, you know, you can, you can wear it under a sweater, you can wear it without a sweater. And, and most of all, my wife thinks it looks good on me, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, she probably got me the shirt. And, and, and so the, 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 the thing about this shirt was that it was all wrinkled up, dusty, and rendered useless because it was a shirt that I had even forgotten that I had received. And perhaps today what God is, is, is showing you and speaking to you is that, hey, I have gifted you. I've gifted you with service. I've gifted you with hospitality. I've gifted you with encouragement. I've gifted you with generosity. I've gifted you with acts of mercy. But you have to dust those gift, gifts off and step out and put them into practice. As my dad would tell me and tell so many of his players, if you want to get better, you have to get out and practice. You have to put those, those, those muscles into to use and, and work on your game. And as we step out and use the gifts that God has given us, God grows those gifts within us and makes them stronger and more effective. And so put the gifts God gives you into practice. Don't neglect the gifts. Dust them off and use them. God has gifted you to serve others. But when we serve others, here's the, here's the best news. Here's, here's the, the ultimate purpose of our serving 
is that we get to shine forth God's glory. This is what Peter says in verse 11. He says, whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. How do we shine forth God's greatness? How do we display his worth? It's first in how we serve and then in why we serve. Look look at the how as Peter begins verse 11. He says, whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God. You say, Tanner, what are, what are oracles of God? That's not a word we use much in, in life, in church, oracles. I mean, oracles of God were simply God's words that he gave to his people. And so for us, we have God's words right here in the Bible. God has spoken to us. And so whenever we're encouraging or teaching or evangelizing, that means introducing new people who have not accepted the good news of Jesus or whenever we're prophesying that means we're sharing a spontaneous revelation that God has brought to our minds for the benefit of someone else whenever we're doing exercising any of these speaking gifts we want to make sure that our words even for me right now that our words line up with what God has said in his word so as you exercise your speaking gifts do so as one speaking the very words of God to build up the people around you. But it's not just the speaking gifts, it's the serving gifts. He says as whoever serves as one who serves by the strength God supplies. And so if you are full of God's compassion and mercy, extend that compassion and mercy with God's energy working within you. If you pray for healing or extend hospitality or give a generous gift to someone, do so as one motivated by God in the strength that he gives you. And what's amazing is this, I love this, is that God not only gives us gifts, but he actively empowers each of those gifts every time we step out to serve people in his name. As we do this, we shine forth his infinite worth and glory. We point people, we're just mirrors reflecting the greatness of God as we extend his love and reflect his kingdom to the people around us. I love how Eugene Peterson puts it in his paraphrase of these verses in the message where he says this, be generous with different things God gave you, passing them around so that all get on it, in on, in on it. If words, let it be God's words. If help, let it be God's hearty help. That way, listen, that way, God's bright presence will be evident in everything through Jesus. And he'll get all the credit as the one mighty in everything, on course to the end of time, oh yes. That's what this is about. This is what this is all about. Listen, the, 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 the gifts are not so that people would look at us and say, oh, wow, how great Tanner is, how great the people of Redemption Hill is. 
The church is not an arena to display our talents. We can't wait for the NBA to get back at the end of July and to see the talent that players have. But listen, it's not about our talent. It's about shining forth God's work as a family as he extends his love and care through us. And so I want you to think about every time you step out to serve, it's an opportunity, not an obligation, an opportunity to build other people up and to show people how great our God truly is. As you think about serving and using your gifts, listen, I know some of you today, you're listening, you're thinking, Pastor Tanner, hey, I know how God has gifted me and I wanna continue to step out. And if that's you, listen, Keep, keep doing it, keep stepping out. But some of you may be there today and listening and saying, you know what, Pastor Tanner, I'm not sure where I am in this process. I'm just learning that God has put gifts within me. Listen, I have three encouragements, no matter who you are or where you are. Here are three encouragements for you this morning. Number one, pray for gifts and greater measures of effective service. Again, 1 Corinthians 14.1 says, Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts. This dispels the myth that we receive all the gifts we would ever receive the moment we come to Christ and God's Spirit resides in us. Five times in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14, we're instructed to eagerly pursue, to desire God's gifts within us. That implies that that God is still depositing gifts in us. And not only that, he's strengthening these gifts. This also dispels the myth that we have just one gift and it's always operating at the same level of service. No. Ephesians 4 and Romans 12 and 1 Corinthians talk about varieties of of measures of, of God's gifts. And so that's why we pray, God, in this moment, empower this speaking gift, empower this serving gift. And what I love about God's ways is that as he gifts each one of us, as each one of us serve, listen, God is, we think about equality and injustice in our nation right now. Listen, God shows no partiality. God is a God of equality and justice. And so when God gives gifts to each one of his children, he gives them perfectly and he he gives each of us the position of serving each other so that we're all in the same boat on the same playing field. So pray for gifts and for greater measures of effectiveness of God's gifts. But then number two, step into serving. If you've been a part of Redemption Hill very long, you know that we have some great opportunities for you to serve. We want to see everyone serving with one of our teams. As we have this vision for multiplication this year, it's our prayer and desire that God would multiply the number of people serving on our respective teams. And after we sing a song of response together, Pastor Reddy is going to articulate some different ways that you can serve in this online season, uh, but also as we envision returning to our in-person gatherings, whenever that is, we want to to see some of you raise your hand and say, you know what, I'm going to be ready to step in and serve when I come back to be a part of the in-person gatherings at Redemption Hill. Pastor Reddy is going to share those opportunities with you. But but again, if you're listening today and saying, Tina, I don't know how God has gifted me. Listen, Pastor Reddy loves what he calls shape discussions. 
where someone in our church, one of our leaders, will just have a conversation with you to help you discover how God has gifted you to serve. And listen, while I am so excited to see more and more and more of you step into serving with Redemption Hill, to serve with a team, we need to pause and give it up for everyone who is serving with teams in our church family. Some for weeks, some for months, and yes, some for years. Listen, I just want to say we see your sacrifice. We see you opening your homes to host groups. We see you showing up to feed hungry people in our community. We see you extending generosity to meet physical, tangible needs. We see you rising early to pray for our church and for our city. We see you on Sundays showing up to set, showing up super early to, to set everything up for everyone who comes together. We see your welcoming smile, igniting the smiles of people who walk through those doors. We see the AV team setting up the sound so that we can worship in an undistracting way. We see the hard work our music team puts in to play with proficiency so that we can all sing together. We see each of our kids' workers investing so that our children can come to know God. Listen, we have a great church. And one of the reasons Redemption Hill is a great church is because it is about all of us coming together as one big team. Yes, we have different teams, but all of our teams make up one big team to serve the purposes of God and to shine forth his bright presence among us. And so pray for gifts and greater measures of effective service. Step into serving wherever you are. Let's, let's step into serving and serving with the team. But then if you are already serving with a team or when you step into serving with a team, here's my third and final encouragement. Step out in greater faith. God wants to grow you and he wants to grow his gifts in you. And we love to say, I love to, to tell people, listen, if you step out, God will show up. As you step out to serve, you can count on God showing up to empower your service and to make it count for the benefit of the people you are serving. And so wherever you are, however you're serving, keep stepping out, believing there is more, believing God has more for you. And I want to wrap up our time just with a, a word of encouragement that God has been putting on my heart recently from Ephesians chapter 4, verse, verses 7 and 8. And, and this, this ties the ultimate victory of Christ and his resurrection over death and his ascension to heaven to be with God the Father. It, it ties together his victory in our acts of service. Listen to what Ephesians 4, 7 and 8 say. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. You, you see how Paul and Peter are, are, are joined together on the same page that God, God gives gifts of grace to his people. But then verse 8, it says this, Therefore, it says, when he, Jesus, ascended on high, he led a host of captives and he gave gifts to men. This is a victorious picture. 
when Jesus conquered the grave and when he ascended to heaven, he had ultimate victory over all demonic opposition and forces of evil that come against him and come against us. And it says when he ascended, he led a a host of captives. In other words, those demonic forces that he conquered, he led them as captives. But as he did that, he gave gifts to us. In other words, God, as Jesus won the victory, he gave us gifts to further his mission in his physical absence. And so that should infuse, as we connect the victory of Christ with our serving, that should enable us to pray with greater confidence, to serve with greater confidence, to step out with greater confidence, knowing that God will show up and empower our acts of service so that we might shine forth his bright presence to one another and to everyone around us that more and more people would come to know who he is. Let me pray for you. And then we're going to sing and hear about specific opportunities that you can take to serve as God has uniquely gifted you. Let's pray together. Father, I pray right now that there would be no doubt, Lord, no doubt that for those who have followed you, God, you have gifted them. And so God, may each one of us, each each person hearing my voice today, may they be convinced that you have great plans and purposes for them and that you are going to work through them for the benefit of others and on behalf of your glory. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Woo, it's getting hot.